It's a good show. Hello. Whether you call yourself a sink surfer or a radio eight baller or something else, I think of you as our listener because you're listening right now. So if you are listening now, perhaps you've been following along this year of daily podcasts that began on August 8th, 2017. And it's been a very weird year all around. And I believe we've reflected that weirdness, especially when we didn't mean to. And so thanks a lot for following along. And by following along, I mean participating. And by participating, I mean that even now your attention is influencing me in ways I cannot fathom. So, thanks. On this episode, I'm performing the role of the musical guest. It's my first time doing so in the 20-year history of the show, so I hope you'll permit me this small indulgence. After this episode, I'm going to be taking a couple of months off from releasing the daily podcasts to prepare for the long-awaited release, I hope, of our Radio 8 Ball app and the all-you-get record that we discuss at length in this episode. Now, during this time, I won't be taking a break from recording Radio 8 Balls. We'll be recording episodes with Mary Lou Lord, uh, Essex Green, Sylvia Black, Myra Flynn, Future Teens, and Stephen Smith, the bands Dirty Vegas and Squeeze. So, you got that to look forward to when we come back in November. In the meantime, if you like the daily podcasts, please subscribe to us so you'll know when we're back. And if you wouldn't mind taking some time to give us some good reviews on iTunes and let your friends who dig music and synchronicity know that we exist and there are 352 podcasts to listen to to get ready for our return for season two, well, that would be just plain groovy. So, now, back to the Radio 8 Ball Show with your host... Welcome back to Radio Ape, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Matt Brousseau, because today's musical guest, of course, is Andras Jones. Hi. With Marshall Thompson. Thank you. Hello. And they're providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. Now, uh, our guest for this one is Mr. Greg Allen. Greg, how are you today? Good, but I feel old now. You called me Mister. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, young man, young man, Greg Sunny. Allen is here. <laughs> the kid they call him, Greg Allen. Uh, Greg, uh, uh, how do you know Andras? Uh, well, we were introduced by uh, Peter Jesperson, who's been working with us on uh, on Andras's record, and um, he yeah basically hooked us up, and it's been a great experience since. Now people should know that Greg works for. He's a he, he designed the the cover 
and the the basically did organize the 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 whole visual aspect of this record, um, short of taking the pictures. He's everything else. That's all him. He works for Omnivore Records, which we talked about earlier. We've had a bunch of their guests on the show. So for me, when Peter said, "Oh, the guy who's the who does the album, the artwork, album artwork over at Omnivore is available." Like, yeah, I love their <laughs> aesthetic. <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. So, and it was a joy. It was a joy working on it with him, and and um, yeah. So that's and so I, I feel like the visual aspect of records is something that Marshall might agree with me that on some of our earlier records with the band Mr. Jones and the previous we. I don't want to say we were lackadaisical, but we did not. We forewent the. Uh, yeah, we didn't try and look good. The artistic. <laughs> or, yeah. And I had many people actually come up to me in the years between when this record was recorded and when now it's coming out and said, you know, why didn't you ever put your yourself on your album covers, a picture of you? Because, you know, you were acting in movies and, you know, you were. You used to be a good looking guy. And. <laughs> and, and like, and so, and I just was always like, I, it, that, you know, I didn't want the back, back in the nineties, you couldn't be a musician and an actor. If you were an actor and a musician, you were cheesy as a musician and maybe right. cheesy as an actor. Uh, but this is the first one where I decided to put my mug on the record because of a, the, we had some really great pictures from Sarah Skinner. And, uh, and so then I, but, but that meant that it's impossible for me to look at it. So I needed an expert. <laughs> <laughs> like Greg, to tell me, yeah, this looks good or what doesn't look good. So, Tenny did that. I think we're, we're going to post it. We're going to post a version of the album cover on this, so listeners will be able to judge for themselves. Uh, Greg, was there was there an aesthetic or something about Andras that uh, that jumped out at you when you when you saw these? Was there something you uh, you felt you had to make sure was was showcased? Well, when, when I saw the photos, you know, the first thing I thought is. I mean, these are. This is done. This is a done package. It, 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 they really nailed it. Just in taking the photos, I, I didn't hardly have to do anything. Nice. <laughs> well, not fuck it up. That's <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes exactly. the the hardest thing to do. You got to be confident to do less right. and to recognize that. You, you know, you've worked with people who are like that. You send them a really good thing, and they need to, you know, fiddle with it. Yeah, they need to in the in the professional parlance put their dick all over it <laughs> i think that's what i think as we call no, it in i did the biz. read that in the graphic artist manual back in the <laughs> 70s <laughs> it is a real term so yeah you know that's and he's he's being he's being you know uh what's the word uh humble but he had to put up like I, I when you're working with an artist especially someone who's been carrying around a record for 16 years there's a lot of little nibbling and nitpicking over like oh, that one word and that you know and that one font and he told me that I haven't that he's worked with people who are more difficult than me but I know that we had a, he got a lot of emails and a lot of like oh that was good but can you just do this one thing and so he was very gracious about it yeah, there's a. You could write a whole book on uh, people that are, have had far worse demands than uh, than you have. 
Do you, do you remember any, uh, uh, just uh, an outrageous one or, or something that, that comes to mind, Greg? Oh, I'm not sharing that publicly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can leave the name out. You can just say, tell the story. <laughs> just say A. Jones. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the artist not named Andros. <laughs> Uh, you could even say it's a story that you heard, like, oh, I had a right. friend who had this happen to him. Because I'm now I'm so curious for, like, I'd love well, to know. Of course, every every designer's, you know, favorite thing since the advent of, of computer design has been um, people sending you, you know, an actual photo session and then but saying they didn't like their, their look on their face or, you know, <laughs> something about it and they want it changed. But then they send you really crappy low-res photos to pull the head from something taken from their iphone back before there was an iphone you know when it was just like a really bad digital camera that wasn't even on on the level of an iphone and you're supposed to make it look like it was a real photo and that that's always a lot of fun to deal with to try to educate people on uh, what can and can't be done technically yeah the nice way of saying uh thanks but no thanks i'll try something else Right. <laughs> now, uh, uh, Greg, uh, do you have a, a question you like to ask the Pop Oracle? Yes, I do. I want to know, will my my 67 Volvo 123 GT be well taken care of after I die? These are the important <laughs> things. This, your 67 Volvo GT? 123 GT. 123 GT. Write this down, Matt, because I'm... <clears throat> the specific numbers. Yeah. yeah. Are are you familiar with this car, Marshall? I, I think so, yeah. My, because, you know, you know, my ex used to own a 66 Volvo. It wasn't a GT, but it was a... a, a the GTs are a little harder to find in they America. They are very hard. But, uh, it's basically the same car, but with a fifth, uh, five-speed overdrive mm-hmm. and a couple little flourishes like reclining right. seats. Ooh. <laughs> That's a hell of a flourish. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, ease the seat. Yeah, it's 67. That wasn't a normal thing. True, you know? true. Yeah, well, you know, I was born in 68. I think someone probably eased the seat back in 67. <laughs> the car's been reupholstered. <laughs> okay, well, let's, uh, so what do we, what do we got to? Well, uh, so now I'm going to engage the Pop Oracle, and I'm going to spin, uh, for Greg, I'm going to spin the Wheel of Eight. Na, 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 na. And the answer is song number one, Spin the Bottle. Okay, this is fun. She likes playing Spin the Bottle with her groovy crew. He has mistresses in towns from Jacksonville to Kalamazoo. And when they meet in bed or on the street, they always take a break to say, how do you do? Because she believes in full disclosure, everything's allowed. 
while he requires privacy and doesn't take much comfort from the crowd she keeps. So when they part is when their lives burst into ours. His inside is room and hers out at the orgy on the dune. Staying together. He's got issues. She's got fears. She's got tissues. He's got beers. And after one, two, many years, another year goes. talk about themselves to the emotional children and intellectual elves who seem to be the norm they congratulate themselves that they did not conform well if you were a happy couple do you think you'd know it think of all Couples that you know who blow it by staying together. She likes playing spin the bottle. She likes playing spin the bottle. was spin the bottle from andras jones the answer to guest greg allen's question will his 67 123 gt volvo be well taken care of after he dies now andras uh, tell us a little bit about that song will you please well that is one of the songs from all you get and that uh, on the record i play guitar on it and there's wonderful ford pure arrangements but that was just with Marshall on the keyboards, I wanted to have, I, th- I wanted to do it in a little bit of a different way. And that song, I guess it's probably the most traditional, like, song on the record, song, song on the record. And I'm really, I'm, it's one I'm really very I'm proud of. Uh, I, it makes me feel good to hear it. And, uh, and it's a, it's a sad song because I wrote it when I was, when I was married, when I made the record, this was a song about celebrating the complexity of our relationship. And then, but very soon after recording the record, that ended that uh, that relationship ended, and really was one of the main reasons that I stopped working on it was just I couldn't bear. It took me a long time to. I don't. I still haven't healed from that, but it took me a long time to heal from it enough so that I could, you know, could function in the in the space of that and i guess thinking about how as i was singing it and as the song was turning around on me the way they do when you're the musical guest on this which i've never been before as the bottle is spun 
yeah, the bottle spun on me is, well, thinking about that I'm, you know, I'm a child of divorce. And so there's a part of me that was writing this song and thinking about how we were uh, averting that. And then early, and so we're talking about 1967, and that's when my parents got married. And so, yeah, so that's just an interesting little sync there. And uh, as far as how, you know, I, I, I'm so curious where the question comes from. Like, I want to know more about this car. <laughs> well, obviously the car is my baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. So, now, do you have kids? No. That's one of those. So this is a question. So it's kind my, of a question. And my follow-up question is, who takes care of my record collection? <laughs> <laughs> so two good questions. Uh. <laughs> I feel like I wish there was like a Heat Vision and Jack thing where like your car would come to life and then take care of your record collection for you. And... <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> Driving around the highways and byways of America playing vinyl in the backseat. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Does it have air conditioning? Yeah, it has two of them, one on each door. And you just turn this knob real fast, and at about 90 miles an hour, it, it really kicks in. <laughs> That's awesome. By knob, do you mean the, you roll the windows down? Is that what Exactly. You... Okay. okay. You'd be surprised how many people can't figure out how to roll the windows down in this car. <laughs> Everyone's gotten used to the electric window knob. Yeah, you know? yeah button whatever we don't have that muscle anymore <laughs> exactly uh no so for greg uh, uh do you feel like this song gave you any sort of answer to you to your question nah <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fair. great song as it is it, it didn't address my particular dilemma well here's the thing i mean if you were thinking of you and the car as the couple there's a line mm -hmm. if you were a happy couple do you think you'd know it Think of all the happy couples that you know who blow it by staying right. together. That ultimately, this is what ends up happening for those of us, and I don't have kids either, for those of us who don't have our cool stuff to pass it on to, we have to find, we have to let go of these things and find the people to hand them on to. Because I hear what you're saying. You devote your life to taking care of a guitar or, or curating a record collection or collecting vintage porn you want to pass this on to somebody who's going to appreciate it and uh I, you didn't mention i that's well that's me yeah yeah but the uh, porn was not in my question <laughs> some of us have an impressive collection <laughs> just saying been alone for a long time sure yeah. sure mm. It's a you know it's a golden age. Hey, noted Yankees slugger Deki Matsu. He was also a collector of, of pornography, and that guy was a great baseball player. So it takes all kinds, Andros. <laughs> Thank you. You're Thank you for comparing me to Godzilla. <laughs> oh, great. That was his nickname. Yes, it was. Yes, sorry. Uh, so, uh, well, I hear that you don't feel like you heard an answer. As someone who's who's confident in this format, I think that when you listen to this back later on, Greg, you may, you know. In the privacy of your own home, you might shed a tear. You might you might right. have a moment of realization that this thing you love, you are going to have to let go at some point. Yeah, and this is the uh, dilemma we all face. Mm -hmm. Make friends with young people <laughs> who have good taste. There you go. <laughs> yes. And you know what? You're kind of in a good position to do that working at a record label. Mm. Right. Yeah. If you had to give your car to one omnivore artist 
who would you give it to? Ooh, that's tough. Especially when you consider Omnivore does a lot of historical recordings, meaning, you know, artists that aren't necessarily around. That kind of cuts the list down a lot. So it shouldn't be that hard to figure out. I have to think about this one. Well, I'm not going to come up with the answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you're a listener and you have a suggestion, or if you are an omnivore records artist and you'd like to be considered for this, please contact Greg Allen at Omnivore Records. Care of, send me your car. (laughs) Yeah, you know how many phone calls I'm going to get now. (laughs) There's a lot of vintage folk. People are really into the vintage stuff. I, I, I could see, I don't know. I could see Chris Price wanting to drive around in yep. your GT when he goes to pick up Susanna Hoffs at the airport. <laughs> That's what it is. You want someone, whoever takes your car, you want to know they're driving around cool people. You I want, want someone... to know that they're driving it. <laughs> yes, yes. Just the driving it at all. Yeah, it's a red barchetta situation, you know. You know the yeah. the Rush song. My uncle has a country place, and nobody. It's about when they passed the laws against the the uh, the combustion, the internal combustion oh, motor okay. engine that's destroying our planet. Mm-hmm. And then they have to become outlaws, and then it's a heroic thing to go out for a for a drive, especially if, like Neil Peart, you're a big fan of Ayn Rand. So it's a little bit confusing. <laughs> but for the purposes of this, I think that we can say that your GT, you know, if it was if it was outlawed, you'd like to know that there was an outlaw out there still taking it for drives. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What color is it? It's, um, it's a light green color that I'm not sure there's an actual word for. <laughs> I, I call it baby shit green, if you must oh, know. Oh, okay. Kermit It was green? the uh, stock color from 67. We matched it when we repainted it. And, uh, but it's 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 an odd color that every parking ticket I get, the, the officer will write something different, either green, white, yellow. I mean, they just can't make up their mind. <laughs> so it's just a, it's a psychedelic, a psychedelic yeah. card. Like, yeah. It it moves the picture the the color changes while like a chameleon while you're looking at it. Has that ever kept that? I guess you don't know how many tickets that you've avoided because of that. I know. <laughs> I've tried that defense. It can't be my car. I, mine's green, not yellow. <laughs> yeah, mine's baby shit green. I mean, I... <laughs> I think I had a baby shit. My first car was a Datsun five ten that had that I I think qualifies as baby shit green. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything from Omnivore you want to let us know about? Yeah, we have a bunch of stuff coming out. We're right in the middle of the Posies reissue campaign of their three Geffen albums. And then uh, we also have a, a reissue of uh, the two albums that Jorge Santana did in the 70s coming up, which uh, is a really good good collection of songs. Um, for those of you uh, that don't know, Jorge had a band in the 70s called Malo, Huge hit, Suavecito, which is one of the best songs ever committed to vinyl. So these are Jorge's two solo albums, and that'll be coming out in September and uh, titled Love the Way. Well, Greg, uh, thanks for coming on uh, Radio 8 Ball and uh, engaging with the Pop Oracle. My pleasure. It was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. 
If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher, and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show.
the show.